Welcome to Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. I'm your host, Tammy Hooker. And I'm producer Mary Jacobs. We're glad you found our little on-air hangout with stories from inside of Plano and just outside of what you might expect. Mary and I were recently interviewed by Nick Bridwell for a story in Plano Magazine about our show. In this Plano Podcast Extra, we decided to turn the tables and interview Nick. We just couldn't resist interviewing a millennial interviewer. What is it with the millennials and podcasts? When we tell people we have podcasts, if they're older, like our age, they're like, (laughs) if it's a millennial, they're like, yes. A lot of us are multitaskers and we would love to sit around and read everything that pops up in our news feed. But sometimes we're working on two or three different things and being able to have a podcast means that we can learn while we're working at the same time. And at least for me, that's what really works out. Did you have any that surprised you that you listened to? A big one was the heroin epidemic. Nick's talking about our December episode, The Heroin Shutdown. It's about the heroin epidemic that struck Plano in the late 1990s. Yeah, so that was so interesting to me because everything in Plano these days just seems so poised. And I'm kind of a relative newcomer. I've uh, been here for, I guess, about six years or something like that. But I, I, I don't span the you know the 20 year distance there, so I didn't really know anything about that until that until I got to hear the podcast. And that's an interesting part of kind of the story of the of the culture and also interesting just to see how law enforcement can accomplish good things right now because there's a really big divide I guess culturally and politically I think between people and the police so it's it's nice to hear a podcast about how they did some good work you know and uh, I think if more people listen to that then maybe um, we could start bringing people together instead of tearing them apart all the time. <laughs> Nick is relatively new to Plano I'm from a little town in South Texas, Corpus Christi. Oh, we know Corpus Christi. So you're a Texan. So Yeah, I'm a Texan. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. You just called me ma'am. Yeah. Well, that's because he's from Texas. Where do you get your news? As a writer and a journalist, where do you get your news? Right now, as kind of the proliferation of fake news starts, it's it's just a... it's rapid, you know, and <laughs> spreading through the Internet. People are always popping up. That's fake. That's fake. So you have to re- be really certain that what you're getting is true, especially if you're going to share it. And recently I started a little adventure um, called uh, resistmag.org. And it's just kind of talking about some some progressive values. And so my news sources that I go to, I make sure that I can't really be rebuffed. And I like to go to The Guardian. I like to go to The Washington Post. I like to go to uh, Friends. French 24 is a good one for kind of the French angle. Yeah, so there, there's a list of things that I kind of just go through every day and pop up and make sure I know what's going on. But those are those are some big ones. Do you have favorite podcasts that you listen to? Well, number one right now is Plano Podcast. So number two, I like a lot of the stuff that, that like the BBC will put out or Monocle. Monocle Magazine, if you go over there, they have some really cool podcasts that will come out. A lot of them are cultural angles, and then some of them will be um, – design and some of them are politics but they do a really good job about dividing that out and then covering it really well from kind of a british journalist perspective so it's it's funny because it's a you know it's a little snarky you know one of my i think one of the coolest things that that i got to ask you guys was you know i looked through some of the stories and and i guess maybe the ones my editors pointed me to and i got to ask you know what makes you so interested in the underdog stories and you guys got to point out that 
you don't think they're really necessarily underdog stories. They are stories about characters here uh, in Plano and that uh, as we kind of develop as a city, it's more important to let these stories come to the surface because we're in the middle of it. I think what's kind of a, a really cool cultural renaissance around here where we're growing as a city and really trying to define ourselves outside of just being, you know, like that, like your podcast with, with the mayor, where, where we're talking about kind of developing our, our specific uh, take as who we are as a city. What's your ideal Plano look like if you, if you look five years into the future? I would like to see more public spaces. And by public spaces, I mean, kind of like places like Starbucks, but not necessarily where you have to buy coffee, but like places just people gather mm-hmm. and go and walk around outside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you live in New York, for example, you probably have, you know, 300 square feet. So you really don't live in your house, your right. apartment. You just sleep there. Um, you may not even eat there. So your living room is the city. So I'd like more of the city being a living room a little bit. And I, I really don't like about Plano is that so many people have their backyards fenced in and they drive into their garage, all of which I do. <laughs> so I'm not, no judgment here. And they don't necessarily know their neighbors. I agree with that. I mean, I, for a brief period, lived between the M Streets and Lakewood. Front entry, no fences, knew our neighbors, talked when we came in it was completely walkable we looked out for each other and there was a sense of community and when we talked to john longstreet for that heroin episode what didn't make the final cut was he he had talked about the fact that we don't have front porches and entryways and that was something that he wished we had had for our community to make us kind of connected as neighbors so for me that walkability tells me that we're connected to each other. So I say hi to you. I know you. I run into you. It feels like home. I wish my neighborhood had an old lady so that we could, like, take care of her. But we're all new people. <laughs> Dude, we're about to be that old lady. Yeah, it might be me <laughs> eventually. But, no, seriously, I love the idea of a neighborhood that people come together when there's trouble or just somebody who needs a little help. Mm-hmm. I would just like that connection. Sounds like you might be heading up the Plano podcast, Adopt an Elderly. <laughs> That's our next episode. We're going to get the program really solid right. so when we turn 75. Right, someone adopts us, right? That's just not that far around the corner. It's an inter- it's interesting that uh, you say that because I, I think, too, that we need some some more cultural mingling. Yeah, recently, my wife and I started up this group called the Plano uh, Culture Exchange Group, and what we're looking at doing is just bringing people from different religions, different ethnicities, different sexual preferences, bringing them together as a group so we can get to know cultures. The second meeting we have coming up, we're going to an Ethiopian restaurant and we're having one of them, the members of the group give us a little, you know, not necessarily a panel discussion, more of just a conversation about her background as an Ethiopian immigrant. And yeah, then we're going to be talking about some ways to volunteer in the community and get together as a group so that when people see us doing something in the city, they say, oh my gosh, look at all the, you know, look at all the different people there doing doing something together. And we want to be kind of that inspiration. What was your favorite interview you've done so far for Plano Magazine? When I got to interview Anusha Ansari, who is one of the residents of Plano who was the first female astronaut to travel privately into space, also the first astronaut of Iranian descent. And so that was just a super cool interview because um, 
it, it, it kind of got a little macro, you know, and but it also applied to the community in a ways that she can inspire young women in the sciences. And she talked a lot about that. And then right after that, I got to interview Lynn Ojeda over at the Plano Academy High School. Those interviews just kind of work so well together because they're both working on that same mission of kind of uh, changing the way that we look at problems. And specifically, Anusha Ansari talked about how science doesn't have the same borders that uh, something that po- the politics has. Like, uh, th- there's no looking at, uh, oh, well, this person is African-American or this person's Swedish. When you're looking at a scientific problem, that the people get together and they transcend that problem because it doesn't have – it's not based on invisible lines out there. And so that was really inspiring to me. So that's my favorite. <laughs> so that was for Girl Boss, is that right? Right. That was for our girl boss issue. Were you able to connect her with Lynn so that she could interact with the Academy or does she already involve herself in the Academy? You know what? I don't think I even thought about that. Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) It would be really cool if she could come out there and do a speech. Yeah, the only thing that I thought to do was get together a... uh a package with a with a Wonder Woman action figure and and, and try to send that over because for me that's the Wonder Woman that we need to be looking at these days. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. How do they get a hold of you at Plano Magazine? You can just write into the to the main line and if you have any good article ideas, you can just ask to send them over to Nick and they'll direct them to me. We thank you for your time today. Thank you. We've reached the end of another edition of Plano Podcast: Tales of Curiosity and Character. We hope you've enjoyed today's topics and discussion. Remember to support us on Patreon and to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Send your feedback, ideas, and comments our way. Thanks for listening and subscribing. We'll be waiting for you at our back corner booth. Until next time.